Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing what if episode one, we hours, what if it is time? We got a new series. Oh, let's do this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Jeff Randall. Matt's not here today. Uh, I'm running the show because Matt is uh, asleep, probably, sawing logs, you know, like he does. <laughs> I've got to do. I've got Jay Scotty Sinclair with me, the man himself from Animation Deliberation, fitting, as it were, for this series. How are we today, Thanks. sir? I'm doing fantastic. I'm feeling animated, even though it is wee hours here. It's a, a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, universe as well as the Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And it's a great time to be a fan of animation. This was a hell of a way to kick off this series. I agree entirely. Man, this, like, oh, just the opening sequence. Like, they gave us that familiar dun, 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 dun. Like, they, they gave us the, the familiar intro of the Marvel Studios logo, and they got right into, like, hey, by the way, this is animated. And they did, like, they did the brush strokes over the logo to make it look like it was an animated thing. And like, I like that took my breath away. I, I gasped audibly. I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From it beginning to, to end just right out of the gate. So great. And like, I don't know that they could have started with a better story. Cause we got, uh, this is episode one. What if, Peggy Carter, Captain Carter, was the first Avenger. I think it's. Right. I think it said, "What if Captain Carter was the first Avenger?" But Peggy Carter. What if basically? What if Peggy Carter got the serum instead? Yeah. And I, I love the the principle. It it takes, you know, from the principle of the show takes pretty much straight out of the the comics. What if line of, what if a different choice was made? Right here and. It goes straight into like voice of Jeffrey Wright. Right, man's a saint. Man's a saint. Mm-hmm. But it goes right into that very familiar, like straight out of Captain America: The First Avenger. We've all watched it hundreds of times. We kn- like you see it happening. You're like, oh, I know this scene. And then, right, slight change. And then we're on a different track entirely. Yeah, and that moment that they chose to like have be the pivotal moment where he says this is where a new multiverse was born was the fact that she chose to stay in the room, that she didn't go up to the booth. And that's not what I was expecting. Again, I tried to go into this thing with as little expectations and assumptions as possible. It was just difficult not to imagine a scenario where she just surpasses everyone in, in the training situation. I was just kind of surprised that they chose to just jump right into the scene and just her being right there on the ground floor her her experience and her uh attention to detail she notices right off the bat that something's off so just everything plays out completely differently from right there with the exception that we still lose erskine unfortunately that that must be the nexus event there the the (laughs) through line in time exactly that's the fixed point in time we always lose erskine i hate that (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it it makes sense, though, you know? Because, like, 
what we what we know of the past uh, and what we know of you know the what we know of society basically is that women have always been you know pushed down especially in the military so like it makes sense that they wouldn't even like wouldn't even think about considering her for right. for the part of Captain America or for you know for getting the serum like they wouldn't even like not no not even a passing fleeting thought and it's only in the moment where she sees you know that things are going wrong we're about to lose the project something good has to come out of it so that good's going to be me <laughs> 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 and i love the like i love that it's haley atwell and it's so familiar as far as Haley Atwell, but the character model is so different. Like she, she looks like you know, she looks like a chick who lifts. And like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's it's you know it's whatever. But like, the you know because it's animation and because it's it's something like that. Like they can do things like that. They can make that gigantic character change or that gigantic you know physicality change in a character in sure. you know no time flat like boom it's animated differently you're welcome yeah yeah and uh it, I, I just feel like because it's animation they can do so much more and they can they can express so much more uh visually you know oh yeah yeah they kept it like relatively grounded so even though that it is a like like you're talking about things are a little more exaggerated and the action's a little more over the top it still felt grounded and it still like felt like it could all take place within the MCU but in terms of the action just being ratcheted up to 11 the part that stuck out to me is when she flipped the motorcycle up and aimed it to go through the watchtower window and just explode that time I was like oh that's so cool yep and, <laughs> there were um, so many of those moments where you're just like, oh, yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just kind of going back to some of the things you were bringing up in terms of just her transformation and seeing her, you know, get those bigger shoulders and whatnot. Um, putting that against, like, seeing that transformation scene with Steve, like, we got to see him, like, scream out in pain and whatnot. And that just shows what a better candidate she was right off the bat. We don't get any of that. She's out of the pod right off the bat. She takes the guy out right then and there. She can't avoid the explosion, but yeah, it just incredible. Yep. And she has so much fun with it when she figures out what she can do with the shield, just pattering those Nazi jeeps. This is brilliant. Did you see that? Yeah. Let's do it again. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do some more. And she's like, where have you been all my life? Like, I... I love that they didn't they didn't screw around with getting her the the costume and the shield and like we didn't have to go through the whole rigmarole or whatever. And like it makes sense that things would happen a little bit differently. Like, you know, Steve Rogers got uh, made into a monkey on a bicycle in the USO shows, but you know, it would make sense that the the government would want to keep, you know, a lady getting strong under wraps and like we can't talk about ladies going to war like it's the 40s how dare you yeah that that guy that played that general i don't i don't have the cast list up right in front of me but it sounded like you i want to say he sounded like he was doing his best like bradley whitford impression and i guess he did a good job because i absolutely hated him yeah (laughs) 
right? <laughs> like, oh my god, just wanted to punch him. I think it was actually Bradley Whitford, though. Was it? I, 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 I mean, if it wasn't Bradley Whitford, it was a really, really good impression. Yeah, right. <laughs> because, like, much like every other time he's ever shown up, I'm like, man, your face it, is just so punchable. Okay, it was. It, it was the character's name was John Flynn, and yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm a little proud of myself that I pulled pulled that. Yeah, I guess that goes to to show what a uh, recognizable voice Bradley Whitford has. He's just a great. Yeah. Well, I think smarmy, it's smarmy guy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's that recognizable feeling he puts in your chest. <laughs> where it's just like oh this is this is hatred i remember i don't this. like this but i appreciate it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yes and i like seeing the opening scroll of of credits and the opening uh scroll of names um i saw ross marquan in there i was like okay uh, yes awesome. we're getting we're getting that red skull back and or back yeah it's back um <laughs> But, you know, we're getting that Red Skull kind of as a substitute for the Red Skull that we had. And, like, I didn't I didn't miss Hugo Weaving. I, you know, like, I hate to say it, but I, I miss Hugo Weaving. Like, it was, yeah. it was great. I loved this guy. And I loved... I loved that Peggy was kind of more... Because she was so determined... It felt like she was more competent, almost, because we saw a lot of the the things that you know that went wrong for um, for Captain Rogers with the train, or rather with um, like they they stopped the Tesseract from getting taken like immediately, exactly, and like <laughs> put it off on a whole different thing because she was just like, no, we're going, we're going right. to do this thing, and I mean. It's probably also that Howard was like, "What's up, Peggy? What's up? What's up? <laughs> hey, girl, let me make yeah. you happy by taking you to Norway." <laughs> right, Tonsberg. Yeah, that that scene played out a little differently. It did. Yeah, just the whole like ah oh, that. I gotta say, like, it was there was a decision made in that scene where she was kicking all the kicking all the Nazi ass. There was a decision right. made in that scene where they decided to have the truck's headlights pointed at the camera, quote-unquote. Yes. And she was kicking ass in front of it. And that was killer. Yes. I was in awe of that going on. Like, that was a... You know, that's that's a choice that, like, a director of a film would make. To right. like have that really dramatic lighting, and and just have the silhouettes fighting each other, but like right. to do that in animation, like that's a you. It's hard to make animated things look like they are actually shining lights at me, but I sure. felt it. I felt it there. Yeah, yeah, it was a absolutely beautiful scene, and as much as this was like had all sorts of callbacks to first Avenger or mm -hmm. all over the place. Like that scene in particular kind of felt like the winter soldier on the Lumerian star moment where you kind of like have, they weren't silhouetted, but you kind of had like the far out shots where you got to see, you know, Steve throw the shield and kind of like kick people with such like force for the first time. It, right. it kind of felt like her coming out party in that way. Like this is what she can do with the shield. Yeah. 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 It was, um, 
I mean, it was just so much more than we ever saw Steve do in mm-hmm. in the first Avenger. I felt like I felt like we had a, a solid uh, Lemurian star moment when um, they were assaulting the Hydra castle. Oh, okay. Because uh, you know it was it was dark at night, and she was like the first one in, leapt over the wall, and like and ran in and started taking out everybody. And like it it seemed like she was going to be real stealthy about it at first, but then like gunfire started going off, and she's like, "Who needs a plan?" Blah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but- it it was really good to get that scene too because that's always kind of the thing in, in terms of Captain America and the version that we've gotten in the MCU. I absolutely love it. I love Chris Evans. I love Sam. Why can't I think of uh, Anthony Mackie? But if we ever do get that Captain America four, I I really hope that there's a like flashback to World War Two where we can get kind of that Captain America and Bucky storming Castlevania kind of feel because that's very much. A, an indelible part of Captain America that we haven't really got to see in the MCU, so it was great to get that kind of flourish with with Captain Carter. I, I agree. Yeah, and it was oh, it was a hell of a flourish. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they went all out on that. Just the 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 explosions felt visceral. The like you know every whenever anybody fell, the the kicks, the punches, the like the fights it all felt like so impactful, you know yeah. and I'm just I'm blown away by what these guys have done. And uh, we were talking before uh, before we went live um, that I think you were saying that the animation style of this thing is like no other show that we've seen exactly. And I mean, it's got that that cell shaded kind of uh, the the feel of like uh, the, the closest thing I can put it to is a video game. Honestly, it really does feel like the Wind Waker, the Legend of Zelda, the Wind Waker in a, yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, it's Wind Waker. It's uh, Breath of the Wild. Like, yeah, it, mostly the the Zelda games where they've done that sort of thing. I mean, maybe maybe some beautiful uh, beautiful Joe in there. Ooh, nice. Good reference. <laughs> good call, good call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um it yeah, like I said, it it's it's very unique. All I can do is like make comparisons to it's this meets this and it's kind of like yeah, that cel-shaded style, but it feels almost like that golden era of Disney animation um brought to live action and yeah. It's yeah. it's just incredible. Even even just seeing like the shield like smash into guys jaws and stuff like that even though it's it's cartoon and exaggerated a little bit you still felt every impact and it's like yeah mm-hmm. you're not not getting up from that one right and like any other uh any other animation style or studio would have had like you know that that super big uh <laughs> the the super big blonde german guy that was like Oh yeah, they brought the Fräulein to the fight Fräulein. the battle. No? <laughs> like <laughs> when he comes out and she just kicks the shit out of him. Like she punches him in the knee and it breaks his leg immediately. Like, oh yeah, I did, this, I did the same thing. I was like, oh, oh my legs hurt. <laughs> like I felt that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and. Like any other animation studio would have just been like pop, 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 and he's down, or like maybe one big punch and he goes flying. But like sh- they they made they made this man hurt, like <laughs> broke his leg, hit him in the nuts, and then socked his head into the ground so hard it 
cracked it, like made a crater around his <laughs> face. Like, ooh, ma'am. I don't want to. I don't want to be one of those guys. But like, do that to me. <laughs> you know, like maybe not that hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just. I feel like. I feel like they're making. They're making choices here that feel a bit more advanced than your normal like you know your cartoon if we'll put that in quotes sure um it's it's less the you know the batman beyond the batman animated series of like sock sock pop uh i don't want to just throw out a whole bunch of dc stuff so also uh <laughs> x-men the animated series from sure you know from the 90s but like sure it, you know it's it's not like that where you know nobody dies like there were people getting just like brutalized by the shield like it was it's definitely something that once the kids watch it i'm gonna have to like have a conversation with them about it okay (laughs) well what we saw yeah Uh, Yeah, there were were some fried nazis there for sure yes oh my lord Uh, yeah Uh, and as as much as this was like captain carter's coming out party and we got to see so many great action sequences with peggy and the shield i really did appreciate getting to see uh steve as the what they call it the hydra stomper the hydra stomper yeah and the way they animated those blue flames that just came out of the side and and he wrecked shop too and i love that they got their dance scene but it was completely such a different context it's them wrecking shop and that's their dance scene so good it was so great um I don't know that those were blue flames. I th- I feel okay. like they were they like they had uh, a structure that looked like bolts of lightning. Okay, almost yeah. like he it's... had like electric cannons on there and like, uh, like Howard, chill, yeah. like <laughs> unstable energy almost. Like once it's just like yeah, just unleash yeah. it in that direction. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. maybe I can aim it. <laughs> oh, you guys are so screwed now. <laughs> I, I definitely wanted to say that when we were in the senior, but I was too <laughs> enraptured with everything going on. I was like, I don't yeah. have time to type that comment. I won't focus on what's happening. Yeah, like there was one time I, I like alt tabbed for a brief second. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> and it was it was to like to pick up or it was to pull up pictures of Shuma Gorath because we were oh right like, we got the tentacle monster and we were like, is it is it Shuma Gorath? It's like, show me that eye, show me that eye. Okay, we got a gaping maw, no we eye. A, we got a toothy maw, no eye. Yeah. Uh, it's not really confirmed yet, so we got a Hydra's secret weapon champion from Beyond the Stars is a space squid. Or a no. space octopus, I'm not sure. <laughs> Who ordered the calamari? <laughs> Bucky was so good. Oh my god, Bucky was so good and he was so witty. Oh, Bucky was so witty. And that line of you almost ripped my arm off like Yes. Oh, but like I I almost I don't know. I almost kind of wish that Steve had gone out similar to the way that Bucky went out and like we got the flip-flop and like now Steve is the winter soldier in right 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 that verse but like I'm I guess I'm glad that would have been kind of um uh predictable yeah ah, that's not the right word though it would have been kind of cheap uh I don't know 
I'll figure out the word later. It's it's too late for words. <laughs> too late for advanced terminology. But yeah, that would have been real uh, unfun. Um, I like I like what they did with it, where it's like, oh yeah, it's actually it was invincible. It was just they just captured him. <laughs> you guys just gave up. You didn't take a shovel down there or anything. <laughs> like, but yeah. like Bucky. I don't know. We don't we don't get Bucky as the Winter Soldier. We don't get Bucky then becoming White Wolf. He doesn't get his vibranium arm. Uh, the universe is taking a dark turn. <laughs> no, no. Although, like with the the end scene, you know, with the whole she's now in in the present time, right? Um, and the the war ended you know, almost 70 years ago, that scene where she showed up, that was when Loki showed up in Avengers. Yes. So the Tesseract, you know, the Tesseract has awakened. Like, it, right. it triggered and brought her there, not Loki. Right. Like, was Loki the next to come through the door, or do we just get a whole other Avengers movie in the next season? See, now I need the next season. Give me this story more. Like, we're not done here. I need another one. It's just going to be all these tangential stories, what if spiraling off in all these directions. Every episode we get, we get another what if. That we just have to chase yeah, that thread. We're going to have to chase. Oh my God. So after this series ends, we need to keep track. We need to keep track of all the tangential threads. This is going to be a put it on the board kind of thing. Like what happened because of this universe leading in that direction? Like what? Okay. What changed? So, we need to keep track of that in some way. You guys in the chat, help keep track in some way. We'll put it on the internet somehow. You know, give me some time. I'll figure something out. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta, I mean... A man can do anything with patience and time. (laughs) (laughs) See, now I want to see that fight. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah. What okay? What would, he, what, what would he say to her upon first meeting? So so good to see the the slightest speckle of amber in those brown eyes. Oh no, that is not what he would no? focus on. <laughs> um, those shoulders. <laughs> oh, those shoulders. <laughs> so nice to see that you still lift. No, no, it's not going to be like that. He's not going to be super misogynistic and uh, creepy. Creepy is probably the best word for it. <laughs> it's me that's creepy. Um, yeah. Okay. It's Captain Carter, we're all a little creepy when it comes to her. Oh, my word. My word. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> give me the vapors. Um <laughs> So uh, what just makes me think of all night. Yeah, right. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, young Midoriya. Like that's that's such a fun voice. Anyway. Yeah. All that is so we're we're tangenting real hard. We is there anything hard. else that we need to talk about in this first reaction episode about what if Captain Carter was the first Avenger? I guess I would just say it's worth mentioning we had so many of the returning um, actors from their their roles in the the MCU 
I was I was pretty satisfied with those performers that were not. Um, I don't have the people's name in front of me, unfortunately. But the guy that you, that did the role of Steve, uh, I thought Josh he did. Wheaton. I think is his name. Okay, Josh Wheaton. I thought he did a, a very serviceable job, and it's probably um, a pretty thankless role. That those are tough shoes to step into. So I uh, yeah, that's a hard act to follow. Yeah, that is that is definitely a hard act to follow. Um, definitely. I don't. I'm not now. I'm unsure that that's actually the the name of the guy. <laughs> we're probably two for two. If we got the Bradley Whitford earlier on. Yeah, we're we're doing great. We're the best. <laughs> we're the best. Just ride that energy. Yeah, we'll just we'll keep riding that. Um. Yeah. So, uh, I to put I guess to put a pin on it, uh, I agree. Um. You know, I, I did kind of miss, because I'm a, like, when it comes to voice actors, I'm just like, oh, I know that guy. And, like, I get really excited when I know that guy, and I didn't know that guy. Yeah. So, I saw a character that, like, I knew that guy, but I didn't know that guy's voice. And I was like, this right. doesn't fit, this doesn't fit, this is wrong. Like, it bugged me a little bit, but it wasn't, like, the the story was so focused on Peggy and how freaking badass she was. Like, yeah, that was just a, a nitpick that, like... I'm sure most people can get past it. It's a it's a thing for me, but that's me. It's just me. I mean, we got Dominic Cooper throwing out the best transatlantic accent, like <laughs> yeah, hands down. Where it's just it's just like you need to be more subtle, and he's just like, well, this is gonna be awkward. <laughs> Here's a shield, <laughs> Or when he, uh, I'm just a buttons guy. Yeah, when he kind of interrupted uh, Peggy and Steve's moment where they almost kissed, it felt oh, like yes. the yeah, it felt like the reversed fondue scene to me. It did. <laughs> and I love that. I love that they changed it to where he's just like, just pretend I'm not here. <laughs> he's the creepy one. <laughs> yes, I can put the creepiness on him. It's not me. <laughs> All right. Well. We're uh, we're definitely going to circle back on this topic. There's so much to talk about and dig deep in when we've had some sleep. Um, <laughs> maybe we can form better words. Thank you, Mr. J. Scotty Sinclair, for joining me on this. Uh, tell the people what you got going on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for making it happen. I know uh, running the stream is no easy task, especially this early in the morning but yeah if, if you enjoyed what if and you're a fan of animation and action animation in particular please check out animation deliberation it is a show on the stranded panda network that focuses on our favorite action animation series so uh the show that we kind of uh the show that we focused on that the podcast was born out of was on the other side of things young justice for dc but that's, that's a, a great stellar show. Yeah, it's a stellar show, and we're going to be doing our own coverage of, of what if we're going to try and do a few more deep dives into some of the um, ramifications and, and just get really nitty-gritty into, into what if. So keep an eye out for that. Hopefully we can have Jeff on for at least an episode or two and your favorite uh, contributors on the Stranded Panda Network. So yeah, animation deliberation wherever you get your podcasts. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We have been the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. What if Matt was not here? Uh, saw in logs. And yeah, um, peace. Until next time, true believers. 
Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.